Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo. Today, we are completing the three-part series on money. Show me the money. Show me the money, right? Like It's from a great movie that really shows the power of belief. Now, I don't want to ruin the movie for you. If you've never seen the movie Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr., I do recommend this movie. I think it's a great way of showing how when you believe in your dreams, when you believe in your principles, your values, and you stick by those and you find people to believe in and they believe in you and you believe in yourself and everything, it's just a great story that shows how that power of belief manifests in result. But I don't want to ruin the movie for you. It's a great movie. It's funny. It's about friendship and loyalty and belief. So I love it. I recommend you go check it out. Now, today we're going to finish the Show Me the Money series. This is the third part. All of this, by the way, my friends, is in the Purpose course, How to Live Your Purpose course. And that is now on the Alpha Male Coach website. You guys can go there and you can get that course. You can take that course. I mean, there's over 40 worksheets in that course. There's 12 modules, there's videos, there's content. It walks you through all of this in much greater detail. But you can also join the Academy because in the Academy, we are doing money in October. So for the entire month of the Academy, we're focusing on money. And that being said, I kind of want to go back a little bit, the first two parts of this series, where What I did was I introduced what is money in that first part. You know, what is money? Money is a circumstance. Money is a neutral thing. It is molecular in the form of like paper, right? Or metal or plastic, right? It's all, it's got that molecule energy, but it can also be literally nothing. It can be numbers in a bank account, which is light, right? It's nothing but light. It's light coming from a computer and going into your retina for you to make it mean something. Numbers. That's it. In that first episode, we really, really talked about money as circumstance. Last week, I talked to you guys about money as a thought and money as a result and understand that this is the law of cause and effect. This is the law of mind and belief. Now, so many people, when they think of cause and effect, they think action result, but that is not the way things work. That is not the way the world works, my friend. The way the world works is that the cause of all effect is thought. It's belief. It is what you imagine in your mind. That is the cause. The effect is in the realm of form. The effect is manifested in matter and density and the things that we can touch and see and taste and smell and hear. These are what happens in the world when we begin the process of creation through our thoughts, through our mind. So last episode was really about the law of cause and effect where the thoughts become things right? So the first episode was about circumstance. Second episode was about thoughts. 
the T line and the R line. Today, I'm really going to get into the F line and the A line. Now, if you guys don't know what I mean when I say T line, F line, A line, R line, I'm talking about the model of alignment. The universal truth is that circumstances are neutral. Circumstances are a part of creation. They are a part of the perfection that is unfolding in front of us all the time. And that includes other people. That includes what other people say and do. And I'm not going to go down that topic of discussion because that's more about a relationship with a person. We're talking about relationship with money. So when you think about money, what we're really talking about is that circumstance being what I mentioned earlier. It's paper, it's metal, it's plastic. Now, when we have those circumstances, those neutral atomic molecular or cellular circumstances, just that raw data, what we do is we make it mean something, right? We uptake that data through our human form, right? Through one of our senses. And when it reaches our brain, we have a thought about it. And that thought begins the creation process that gets put into the effective result. The thoughts in our brain create the emotions, right? Those are chemicals that are released from the brain that go into the body and engage with the cells of our body. And when I say engage, what I mean is they go into the cell like a key in a lock and they unlock the cell, they unlock the cellular membrane, right? That coating that goes around the cell and they enter the cell and they have a chemical reaction. And that's what we feel. That's the feeling, my friend. So the emotion is the neurotransmitter, right? That's the chemical. The feeling is the neurotransmitter, is the chemical undergoing a reaction in the cell. Now that reaction is going to feel good to us or it's going to feel bad to us given our subjectivity around whatever that feeling is. And that feeling is what drives us to act. If it feels good, our brain tells us to do it more. If it feels bad, our brain tells us to avoid it. And when we act, we get results. Now, here's the thing. Those results, number one, they are the effect of the cause, which is the thought, not the circumstance. Remember, the circumstance is neutral. It's raw data. It's the thought that creates the result. But number two, that result will also be evidence to support that thought, to support that belief. So not only is it the effect of the belief, it is also the evidence for the belief. And that's the universal truth, brothers. But with that universal truth, understand that within that, there is a model of alignment. There is a way to view the universal truth, sort of a theorem or a proof where we can see it happening in our lives all the time when we take the time to look at how our models of alignment are unfolding for us. And so when we look at the model of alignment, we essentially have those five components. We have the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, and the result. And the first two podcasts in this series really dealt with the circumstance. That was episode number one, what is money? And episode number two last week was the beliefs. So if you remember, I talked to you about how to create a belief with money that serves you in order to get the result that you're looking for. So I talked a lot about thoughts and results. Today, we're going to talk about feelings and actions. And that's why part three is really about business. It's about your business. Now, before I get into it, the content, the bulk of the podcast, the knowledge of the podcast, I want you guys to know that when I say business, what I mean is a business that you run either self-employed or as a team of employees. Like you have a business and you're running a team of people or you are doing it yourself, right? You're self-employed. If you are an employee, that doesn't mean that this 
podcast is not going to help you out. That doesn't mean that this podcast is not going to be valuable for you. But here's the thing. As an employee, you can still show up to your place of business with value, with exception. You're like kind of in that drive, that chasing for excellence of always being the best version of yourself. And by doing that, you can increase your income. You can increase through your creation and contribution to your company, to whoever you're employed by, you can increase your income through bonuses, promotions, raises, and so on. But really what I want you to consider, if this is where you are, if you're in this category of employment, right? If you're an employee somewhere, you're getting a W-2. I want you to consider creating and contributing something of your own. Not that what you're doing is not of your own, by all means, but it's one of those places where, and I talk about it in the How to Live Your Purpose course, we all have skill. We all have incredible knowledge and value that we've picked up through our lives. And when we contribute that back, that is a way to not just contribute back to the world, but also provide value such that value returns to us. And some people call it a side hustle. Some people call it a second job. But if that's where you're at, sort of in this realm of being an employee, I would offer to you that you begin to consider a side hustle, a second business, a self-employment, because this is where you can really start to use the law of mind and belief to create more income, create more money in your life. Now, here's the thing with that. The first thing you're going to do with that is go into your brain and get rid of all the garbage, right? Get rid of all the sentences that your brain is telling you why it won't work, right? I don't have time. I have too many other responsibilities. I don't have enough education. I don't have any skills. I don't have anything to contribute. It's all nonsense, brother. I'm telling you it's nonsense. You know, I've done this before with students where students will say, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And every time, you know, diving deep into their lives, you know, the more I get to know them, I find out that my students, they play guitar. They have black belts in karate. They spent time in construction, like they've got so many skills to create so much more wealth in their lives, but they don't see those skills. So the first thing you want to do is really get into and get rid of all those limiting beliefs about where you are with your employment, with what you're capable of creating and contributing. Now, if you're running a business and if you're self-employed, then this is really going to help you, I would say double your income in three months, right? Because really, this is where we get into what stands is a barrier for most businesses. Now, of course, there's the cause and effect, right? There's always going to be what it is you believe you deserve in terms of wealth. And if you have any questions about that, go back to the first part of the series. Go back to the second part of the series. What I want to do here for you guys now is I want to give you a very simple algorithm, a very simple bit of mathematical truth that will help you to double your business in three months. The reason why I say double your business in three months is because this has worked for me. This comes from one of my mentors, a teacher of mine who used this exact same algorithm and it's effective. It's very effective because it cuts through the drama. It's simple math. And like I said, brothers, today we're going to talk about the F line, the way it is that you are feeling 
right? And the A line, all of the things that you are doing. Because I get that question a lot. It's like, how to? Well, how to coach? Like, how do I do it? How do I do it? How do I do it? And there's so much process driven thinking. I always go back with, well, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter the process. The how to is for you to figure out because what matters is the belief and the result. What matters is the law of the belief, which is always working, the universal truth. That's what matters. The law is always working. And when you know that, when you understand that the law is always working, then the math, the actions, they're the equal sign. You know, your belief, what you hold in your mind is what you know will happen. And the results that happen in the realm of form, you know, in the world, the actions are just the equal sign. You know, it doesn't matter how big you draw the equal sign. It's still going to be the same equal sign. Your beliefs will manifest into your results. But I still want to give you guys something. I still want to go out and say, okay, well, what is the process, coach? Like, what do I do? And here is the process. Here is the math. This is the algorithm for business. Write this down. If you have a piece of paper and a pen, get it out now because this is what you're going to want to know. All right. This is very simple math. Here it is. The offers that you make minus the no's that you receive equals the yeses that you receive. And that's it. That is it. I'm sure some of you guys are out there with pens and paper like, what? That's it? Like offers minus no's equal yeses? Yeah. It's really that simple. Now, here's the thing. That's the math. That's the truth. That's what we do, right? You make a lot of offers. You hear a lot of no's. The remainder are yeses. That's business, my friend. That is just business. You know, it's a numbers game. And it doesn't matter if it's business or it's dating. It's kind of the same, right? It's like you make the offer, you hear the no or you hear the yes. And that's it. It's a binary response. <laughs> Either the person wants what you're offering or they don't. So you got to make the offer. But where we get into drama, where people get into drama with all of this, with business owners, self-employed individuals, and then of course, people that are dating, people that want to go out there and meet friends or women or just increase their social network. The issue is not the algorithm. The issue is not the math. The issue is always the drama. It's always the drama. So I want to get into this algorithm just a little bit. I want to talk to you guys about how the drama affects this algorithm in your brain, right? The action of making the offer, the action of hearing the no, or the action of hearing the yes is all math. You making the offer is a circumstance for the other person. It's an action for you. What they say in return is a circumstance for you. It's an action for them. So it's just pure sound or light or movement. It's just data. <laughs> where we get weird with it is where our beta condition thinks and feels about it, right? It's where that beta condition comes in. It starts to make it mean a bunch of things that are not serving us. It's not serving you. Right? So here's the first piece. The first part of the algorithm is the offers that you make. And when it comes to the offers that you make, you really want to be focused on two things, right? What are you offering? Is there value in what you're offering? And who are you offering it to, right? So if you're out there trying to sell Acuras to kindergartners, you're probably not going to hear a lot of yeses right? Because the kindergartner, number one, they don't have a license to drive. Number two, they don't have the money to buy it, <laughs> right? You want to make sure that the person you're offering to is the person who wants what is being offered and has the money to pay for it. 
you know, those are two very important parts of running a business. You can get into business school. You know, you could talk about business school. You can spend years in business school and it all comes down to exactly what I'm telling you. Offers minus no's equals yeses because the only thing that business school is going to tell you is how to find market placement, how to find price point, you know, where's the best place to price your service or your product, you know, and how to market in terms of receiving feedback and putting out research polls. All of that business schooling really just comes down to, are you making enough offers to the right people who have the money and are ready to say yes? That's it. Now, what you're offering and who you're offering it to is really more about what it is that you are focused on. If you're focused on your creation and you begin to contribute it, then that's what the offer is, right? I am focused on creating a world where people create their lives based on their beliefs, based on what they know they deserve, based on what they know they can imagine, rather than all of the other things that go on out there with people's thinking around, well, this is what I deserve because I got this education or because I live in this neighborhood or because I was born in this country or because I'm this tall or because I wear these kinds of clothes or whatever it is that the beta condition is telling you about your circumstances, right? So, I am focused on creating a world where anything is possible based on what you can imagine, based on what you, from your alpha state, can learn to believe, can begin to believe as it's happened to you already. And I contribute that through podcasts, through Instagram, through newsletters. Those are the free places, right? That's kind of where I just give this information. But I've also got the academy. I've also got courses. I've also got books. I've also got all kinds of programs in order to teach this information at a much deeper level so that you can apply it to your life and accelerate your results with it. You know, so that is my creation and contribution. And when I do that, the way I offer that is I offer it just kind of out there to the people who are ready to receive it. Do I get a lot of no's? Absolutely. Absolutely. I get a lot of no's. If I make a thousand offers, I'm likely to get 900 no's maybe more, right? 950 no's because there are going to be people that either one, don't understand what I'm offering, right? They don't understand it. They don't understand the power of what it will do to change their lives. <laughs> I mean, look, if I was telling you guys that I could teach you how to read, you didn't know how to read, then you don't really know what reading will do to open up the power and opportunity in your life, right? So you just don't know. So there's number one, like there's not the understanding. Number two, there may not be the money, now, the way I structure my business is I do so in a way where I'm keeping the prices low so it's more of a tuition cost. It's a monthly cost, a lot like a gym membership where you come in and you pay your tuition every month. You can cancel any time and you know, what you develop from that month, there's a very small attrition rate in the academy because people are getting such amazing results. I mean, $300 a month is nothing for the results that they are getting in exchange of that value. $300 goes out and there's way more coming in. So there's the value, right? There's the understanding, there's the value, but there's also maybe just that. Like there's just not the money. It's like, I can't afford it. They want to, but they're unable to afford it. So there's going to be a lot of no's. As a self-employed person, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I got to tell you, brother, like that's where a lot of the drama falls. A lot of the drama falls into that fear of rejection and the fear of failure. So I want to spend a little bit of time there. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about how to handle the no. And really, it doesn't matter 
It doesn't matter if it's a no coming from dating, you know, coming from a woman. It doesn't matter if it's a no coming from a networking circle, like a networking event. It doesn't matter if it's a no coming from a potential customer or client or student. What matters is that you know that when they say no to whatever it is you're offering, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> That's the drama, right? That's the beta condition. The beta condition loves to say, oh, I'm being rejected. Like they're rejecting me, like as if a part of you is tied into whatever service or product you're offering, as if some sort of you is in this offer itself. That's not the case. You know, what you're offering is a contribution to the world. Say you're an engineer, right? Say you work 40, 50 hours a week as an engineer, but you love to play guitar. So you decide that you're going to open up on the weekends a little guitar school. You're going to teach kids how to play the guitar and maybe take on three, four students at a time, teach them out of your living room or your garage, whatever. And you decide, okay, I'm going to put up flyers. I'm going to talk to other parents. I'm going to maybe get a website, get on Facebook and all these things. You're going to do all these things. And start making offers. Now you got to make offers, brother. Like you got to make offers. That is the big thing. A lot of people just don't do that. A lot of times when people get into their business, it's kind of like a, if you build it, they will come type of mentality. It's like, I'm going to put a website up and then everybody will come to my website and I'll have a lot of students. I'll have a lot of clients and I'll make a lot of money. It's like, that doesn't work, my friend, right? You got to make the offers. You got to let people know what you're offering. You got to reach out and actually get to them. Right? You got to get out there and touch them, not physically, but understand in some way, either through sound, like through the podcast. I use the podcast to touch you guys through sound. I give you this information so that you know how powerful it is. And I make the offer at the end of every podcast when you're ready, enroll in the academy, right? I mean, every single podcast. And the reason is, is because I want you to know that the academy is here. What I'm contributing, what I've got for you is here and available for you and you will benefit from it right? But you got to make that offer. So if you're out there and you're a guitar player and you want to bring in some students on the weekend, you got to start making the offers. Now, once you start making the offers and where people start to get into that fear of failure and fear of rejection is when they start hearing a lot of no's. It's like, no, I don't have time on the weekend or no, I don't have any money. I don't have enough I'm on a budget or no, I'm not really interested in playing the guitar. But hey, if you ever decide that you're going to teach somebody drums, you know, I'd love to get in on that. Or no, I've got other commitments. You know, I'm in gymnastics or I'm in swimming. I got other things to do. And over time, like hearing those no's, the beta condition, the brain starts to make it mean a couple things. Like either one, you are being rejected, Right. The one thing the beta condition does almost insidiously is that it makes it mean something about you, like they're rejecting you. And with that comes very quickly death, right? Because for the beta condition, all it understands is survival. All it understands is safety. And safety in numbers was one of the first forms of safety that the human being started to develop. You know, safety in numbers, like I'll sleep, you watch my back, right? Like I'll go hunting and you take care of the food here and the tribe here. And like there was safety in people. You know, we could start to rely on each other for safety, security, for a feeling of comfort. And when that is threatened, through the brain, the brain doesn't understand that, you know, this is the year 2020. <laughs> you know, for the brain, we might as well be 10,000 BC. And so for that beta condition, the primordial brain, it's basically saying, well, if they say no, if they reject what I'm offering, if they reject me, then I could die. And I don't want to die. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear no. So what happens a lot of the time is the offer just isn't made or the offers are stopped being made, right? And again, 
all of the places the offers could stop being made, whether it's a business or whether it's dating or whether it's approaching a woman you find attractive. When you are afraid to hear no because you think that it means something about you, the brain would rather just not even approach, right? The brain would rather just not even make the offers. So, brother, so important that you understand that when you hear no, it has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't even have to do with what you're offering. A lot of times, it's just what's happening in the brain of the person you're offering to. A lot of times, they don't know what you're offering. That's why that elevator pitch, being very clear about what it is that you're providing as a service or a product, like all that becomes important. And again, that's all business school, right? That's all how you become more tuned and in touch with what it is that you're contributing into the world. But it doesn't matter. If they don't understand, it's not about your offer. It's about what they're thinking about your offer, right? It could be that they were having a bad day or they weren't even paying attention or they're thinking about something else or maybe somebody else offered them something similar and they had a bad experience with that person, even though the two services are not the same. Coming from the personal training industry, that happened a lot to me. Right? I would make offers to people for personal training, for fitness coaching, and they would say, no, you know, I've done that before. It didn't work. You know, I've had a personal trainer. It didn't work. You see, it's not the offer that they're rejecting, my friend. Right? What they're rejecting is their past experience. What they're rejecting is the last time they had a personal trainer, what happened there, they didn't get the results that they expected or wanted. So now they're thinking that all personal training is like that and that either there's something about them, right, that they are not going to get the results they want because they are not doing it right, or they're thinking it has something to do with the personal training industry itself, like it doesn't work for them. So it's never about you, right? The rejection is never about you. But the other thing that the beta condition loves to do, and it does it for the same reason, understand brother does it for the same reason, which is fear of death, right? Fear of survival, not being able to survive, is the fear of failure. And the fear of failure comes in when we hear these no's and we're like, man, I've made 10 offers and I have no yeses. You know, I am failing. Maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. Maybe this isn't my purpose. Maybe I should be doing something else. Maybe I should just go back to my job so I can have a steady income, so I can have a safe income, so I can have money I can count on, which is also a pretty erroneous thought, is it not? I mean, just because you're an employee doesn't mean you can count on that money. <laughs> I mean, you still got to show up. You still got to do your job. You still got to be in that industry, right? You still have to do the work. You're not counting on anything. You're just doing that work. But that's where the brain goes. The brain goes to all those different places around safety and security. So once that fear of failure enters into the brain, right, enters that beta condition, it's like, whoa, okay, now if I fail... What am I going to do? And then all of the belief goes away. Enter doubt, uncertainty, and security. And with that comes a very quick reversal in passion, right? A very quick reversal in I'm not supposed to be doing this. I might as well just quit. I'm going to go on to something else. I'm going to try something different, try something else. Here's what I want you to know with this. You cannot fail. You will not fail. It's impossible for you to fail as long as you keep making offers, as long as you keep taking action, you will not fail. Failure only occurs, it only happens when you quit. That is failure. Failure is quitting and quitting is a choice. It has nothing to do with the action of the other person. It has nothing to do with whether the other person says no to what you're offering or yes to what you're offering. Failure only happens when you choose to fail by throwing in the towel and saying, I'm done, I quit, I'm over this. That's when failure occurs. And even then, 
we could still get into what that means, right? Because even that is just a small form of failure. It's more of like a chosen failure. But failure as that cognitive thought that I am not getting the result that I expect, that's not failure. Not at all. That's life, brother. Like understand that the result that you expect has to be held in your mind of belief. And as long as that mind, as long as your mind, as long as your alpha state holds that visual, holds that picture, holds that image in your mind, you hold it up to the world, the world will reflect it back to you as a mirror. The moment you start to enter doubt, uncertainty, insecurity, worry, fear, the moment those thoughts start to come in, that's the new image. That's the new image that you're putting out into the world, which will reflect it back to you as in a mirror. So it's really, really important that you understand the previous podcast episodes, that you understand that it's really about your belief. It's really about your vision, your image, your imagination, all of these things. It's interesting that the idea of a vision has to do with a visual in your mind. It's so fascinating that the word imagination has to do with an image in your mind. That's belief. That's the power that you have. And you got to hold on to that no matter how many no's you receive. The no creates a lot of drama in the beta condition. But that beta condition is under your power. You don't have to think those thoughts and you definitely don't have to believe those thoughts. Now, once the beta condition enters and you start to feel those thoughts, of course, you want to allow and process those emotions because you don't want to avoid them, right? We don't want to go to buffering and we don't want to go to resistance. Understand resistance intensifies emotion. It makes them stronger. So we feel those emotions much more deeply. So usually those uncomfortable emotions get worse. And it also sends those emotions into that space of all that vibrates, which return back to us in the world of form and matter. So recognize that, my friends. Recognize that when it comes to the drama, the drama is from the beta condition. The math is very, very simple. Offers minus no's equals yeses. And again, even with the yeses, I've got a couple students that are getting so many yeses that for them, it's like this fear of success, this fear of change, this fear of, well, what is my life going to be like when I've got everything that I've wanted, when I've got this vision in my brain, when this vision in my mind becomes my world, my reality, my actual life, that can be a very abrupt and scary thing for someone who has not understood that the world of form is in a place of constant change. It's always changing. Your external world, this world of matter and density, it's like a kaleidoscope. It's always changing. It's always unfolding in perfection. We judge it based on our subjectivity, right? We judge it based on our, our mind, our beta condition, but we do not ever understand it in its full and beautiful perfection. We cannot. It's too much. We can only see a part of it, a fraction, a sliver. And when we do that, we begin to fear this change. We begin to fear this flux. And that's what happens when you begin to fear your own success. What will happen? Will I lose my friends? Will people start to judge me? Will people say, you know, he's different now. You know, he's got all this money now. He's got all this work. He's got all this business. He's running this company, this corporation. He's running whatever it is you decide to do, this karate school or this music school or this coaching school, whatever it is. You know, that fear of success is just as legitimate as 
the fear of rejection. And that comes in when you start to hear a lot of yeses. So it's all there. But understand this, brothers. I'm going to wrap up with this because this is what I want you to know. Money is a circumstance. That's what money is. It's a circumstance. It's data, right? Now, you can think about it however you want. It's there for us to have, to experience, to enjoy. It's always going to be there. It's abundant. Money is abundant. It's always there. And it's just that neutral, raw data. How you think about it, what your beliefs are, what you believe you deserve in your life when it comes to money will determine your results. So no, don't wish, don't hope, don't say I'd like to, but know what you deserve, know what you can create, know what is in your future. And you will feel that abundance. You will feel that sense of knowing, that sense of guidedness, that sense of I can, I will, I have. And when you move through that action, through the action of making offers, and from that action, hearing the no's and the yeses, you will hold that grounded place for yourself in the realm of belief and in the realm of feeling, of knowing. It's a knowing. It's an abundant knowing. So that whatever you do in the A-line, whatever it is, whatever actions you do, whether it's I'm going to make a bunch of offers or I'm going to build this website or I'm going to practice my guitar or I'm going to put down a lease, put down a down payment on a brick and mortar facility to open up a karate dojo. I think I've used that example a couple of times. Whatever the action is, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it is you making offers and allowing what you already know from your mind to manifest before you, to manifest in front of you, to become your future. If you have doubt, if you have fear, then that will manifest. If you have abundance, if you have confidence, if you have knowing, that will be your future. And that is so important for you to know, brothers. That's really the idea behind this entire three-part series. Know what you deserve. Know what you can create. Know what it is that you want and then you got it. You go get it. You can make it happen through action, through the movement of the medium that is your cellular being. That is what creates in the world what you create in your mind. And that's what I got for you today, brothers. Next week, we're going to be doing a whole new podcast. This is the end of the Show Me the Money series. So we're going to be changing gears here. We're going to be coming off money and getting into another topic. I'm really excited for October. If you guys want to create more money, if you want ways of understanding money, if you want to understand how money works, what money is, the process of creating more and the results of having more then go to thealphamalecoach.com. Check out the Spartan Academy. There's a little button right at the very, very top of the menu. It says Spartan Academy. You cannot miss it. Go to the Spartan Academy and enroll in the Tier 1 program. That is where you will have opportunity for office hours. You will have one-on-one coaching, brother, where we, you and me, will meet and go through exactly how to apply this to your life so that you not just can live the life of your dreams, but have it, have it right now where you are without changing anything. You begin to understand that this life you have is a gift and you go from here to create limitless possibilities because you are limitless potential. I love you, my friend, and I will see you next week. Until then, Elevate your alpha. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash. Unleash.